0: I'm very happy to be here right now with Adam Weiner of Low Cut Connie at the Levitt Shell here in Memphis, Tennessee.
1: What's I'm, happening, Adam? I'm happy to be here with you. You've been doing all right? This is our first show in many, many years in Memphis. Hey. And the last time we played here, we played at a place called the Buccaneer that's gone. It's burned. And there was about six and a half people there. Six <laughs> so and this half. is going to be something. something special. And I'm happy to talk to Diddy TV. Yeah. I like what you do. And here we are, and it's about 95 degrees. <laughs> yeah, and we're sharing a precious moment, sweating
0: just enough to, uh, you know, ease into this conversation a little bit. Yeah, perfectly perfect for uh, Dirty Pictures Part Two, which is out now, and you're touring with. Tell me a little bit about that record.
1: I'm not gonna say anything bad about it. Yeah, I would hope not. What good things do you have to say about it? Well, um, we recorded it here in Memphis. that's did you? One thing. Where was that at? We did it at Ardent. Ardent Studios. We did Dirty Pictures One and Dirty Pictures Two at Ardent Studios in Memphis. Um, I produced it myself. The producer? I had great assistance with from two great engineers, Dave Chail and Adam Hill, who's from here in Memphis. And um, we broke a lot of new territory with it. We tried some things we hadn't done before. Like what? Well, like I have some ballads, Yeah. and me playing guitar on some songs. And some pretty raunchy stuff, and too, yeah. we just widened the uh, scope of what people would expect from Low Cut Connie. And um, I'm, again, I, I think I don't think it's bad. No, not at all. Not at all. It's getting
0: great reviews. It's earned you uh, a recent show on Late Night with Seth
1: Meyers. How yeah. was that, man? That was pretty cool. Yeah. A major props to Seth Meyers and his team for being the first to book us on a late night TV show because they have good taste. And you have to understand something, my friend. This band never got signed to a label. Independent. No manager, no label. This has been elbow grease. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I used to not tell people that because it was embarrassing and people didn't want to hear it. But now I I tell people. Yeah. We got onto national TV. of our own volition, just from hard work, and um, it's, been a, it's been a wild ride, but we do 120 shows a year. We love our fans, and they mean the world to us, and the tent just keeps expanding, if you know what I mean. <laughs> I do. Have you always been a hard worker, or is that something you had to learn along the way? You have to be if you're going to do this. Yeah. Otherwise go to law school, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Was that alternative for you? Was law school? No, I'm no. not smart enough for that. <laughs> I don't dependable. think they'd take me. But no, if you're gonna, if you want to work as an artist, don't have a plan B. You better work hard. You better yeah. get up early, and you better hustle, my friend. And um, if you really believe in yourself, maybe after a very long time, and you run a really long marathon, maybe you'll get somewhere. Maybe you won't. But you never know if you don't try and commit, you know?
0: So you've got shows coming up right now with Tank and the Bangas and Ruby Boots, I noticed.
1: Ruby Boots is opening for us on our tour that's coming up. Yeah. She's fantastic. She's from Australia. She she just would not stop reaching out to us (laughs) about opening for us. And we're just so busy that we missed it. And then finally, when we got the message, we were like, oh, that's great. She's fantastic. She is. And we've also got a fantastic R&B and hip-hop group from Philadelphia called And More. That's opening for us as well on the upcoming tour. And uh, we're doing about 30 cities in the United States. We went to Europe twice over the last year, so this is just US stuff for the rest of the year. And um, I'm sure that whoever watches Diddy TV I'm sure we're gonna be in your town pretty soon, so you, you might as well check us out. And the band's qu- grown quite a bit now, too. I mean, uh, you said you have eight members, which is the largest it's been. Well, we're eight people in our traveling crew, but we're six. On Typically, stage. to like tonight, we're gonna be six people, but yeah. do you count Chandra? Mm-hmm. She's really the leader of this group. I count her. So it's really six plus Chandra. And Chandra goes everywhere that I go. And uh, we've been through the war together. Me and Chandra have done probably, I don't know, four or five hundred shows together. Wow. And I got this piano for like $50. They were going to junk it in New Jersey. And uh, she's perfect for me. Yeah. And you see all this scratches and... The abuse that she's taken, she's yeah. earned it. So when I went on national TV and they wanted us to use like a really fancy, slick piano, I said no. Chandra's earned it. Chandra is going on TV. But I did see that you you aren't completely monogamous because I
0: saw that you you set up with a Steinway. Is that right?
1: Well, me and Chandra, we have an arrangement. Yeah. We got an open kind of relationship. She lets you, you know, sometimes uh, tickle sometimes, the ivories elsewhere. Yeah. So I. Like I do a radio thing and I play a Steinway. Uh-huh. Um, or When I was talking to Elton John, he said, why don't you play Yamaha? Because that's what he plays. But what is Chandra? She's no brand. She's an orphan. <laughs> what is Chandra? This is a runt piano. This is an orphan. You see a brand name here? No. This is an abandoned, runt, adopted. This is a little orphan Annie right here. No sponsorships. Nothing. Chandra. At some point... Maybe Baldwin or Steinway will get smart and start working with me to make Chandra's. <laughs> make Chandra's. Duplicates for You couldn't now, duplicate that though. There's only this one. Well. Yo Diddy. Like what's up Diddy TV? How you doing? So what's next for you guys? You got a lot
0: of touring coming up. Uh, can we expect an Elton John, Low Cut Connie collaboration in the works?
1: I don't know what to tell you about that but, uh, but um, yeah, I got to hang with him last week and he spoke about us on stage in front of 20,000 people in my hometown of Philadelphia. So that was very special. That is special. And uh, you don't think when you write a song in your bedroom and that that the song will travel a distance, especially when you don't have a label or any kind of real, real industry support, it's all kind of like me, my family, my friends, just kind of like elbow grease, that it would travel to Elton John and that he would get behind the band in such a big way. And um, he's had me on his show about five, he's played us like five times, he's interviewed me, and I can't believe I got to meet him, and he said such amazing things about the band.
0: Was he one of your guys? I mean, when you were growing up, was he one of them? Like, people compare
1: you to Jerry Lee Lewis, and is that real, or was it Elton John for you? I mean, Well, it it was Elton first, because I grew up in the 80s, and I listened to pop radio, and I, Watched MTV, and um, you know, like in the eighties, he had all these great hits that people don't think about as much anymore. But those songs were, to me, are great. But then, when I got a little older, that's when I got into Jerry Lee and Sun Records and Stax and all this older music. Have you been to the Sun Studios here? I sure have. In fact, we've we've um, become pals with some of the folks over there. Good and at Phillips, and at Royal, and yeah. all the different spots here in Memphis. We have, we have um, been Smart man. well taken care of. And
0: that's not your first Tennessee connection either. Uh, I noticed that you have an addition of Linwood Regensburg in the band. Sure do. How'd you, how'd you uh, manage that? I know that he's from the band Those Darlins, yeah. which was a
1: great band. Did you know them? Yeah, we, we, did, we did some shows with them. You and did. I was always a really big fan. Um, and uh, he was looking for a gig. Yeah. We lost Jesse last year, and super and, tragic. And uh, it's been a year. Yeah. I think it's on everybody's mind still. Definitely. But I think it was time for him to get get out in the world, and get back out there and show his talents. I'm happy to see that. And so, it, it feels great. Good. It feels great. Good.
0: What advice do you have for up and coming songwriters out there that might be watching?
1: Learn your craft. I watched this video, of Michael Jackson, where he says, somebody says, how do you, how do you learn to be Michael Jackson? Right. And he said, become a scientist. And they're like, what does that mean? Michael, become a scientist. He said, be a scientist, study the greats, be meticulous, work hard. And, uh, if you're going to write songs, if that's the thing that you want to do, then you better learn your craft and you better do it every day. And maybe after you do it for a real long time, maybe you'll get a good one. That's all we can ever hope for is one good one, you know. Thank you, Adam.
2: It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football.